0: Hello, Sister Greens. Hi there. And Light Touch, did you get on? No, you didn't. Anyway, the co-host is having a little trouble getting on. You know, uh, sometimes we are uh, so, so, a thing is so new to us that we just have to try it out in advance, right? And I think what happened is she did try it out in advance and then that invitation was uh, exhausted. So um have to send her another one. But it's a good day. You know, and I was talking about the journey. We have come through every chapter of the book of Proverbs and we have come twice per day. It has been a delectable, uh, time. just every day was such a meal, just great, so many delicacies and goodies on the table. And the Lord has allowed us to actually taste it. That is the amazing part about it for me just to have been able to taste it hi freshens hi deanie thank you um so here we go with our co-host coming in and this is a special day because i do have a, a special co-host Tell you so much more about this co-host, but today we're going to stick to the topic. Um, and I didn't recognize that you were here before, Dini, but I didn't know it was you. That's what happened. Okay. So here we are. It has been scrumptious. Thank you, Sister Um, uh, And as I said before, this is a wow, what a show. And remember, when we say that, we are talking about every day being aware of the performance of God. He is the author of all that is. And Psalm 19 says, we behold his glory from the very day itself. The firmament is showing his handiwork. You see, what a show. It's, it's there, it's on display. And the night gives to us knowledge. And the word says, there's not a place on the face of the Um, four or five times a day I really could it says that the law of the Lord is perfect when we follow the law of God and he makes wise the simple the testimonies sure of God right so the Proverbs have been for us little sound bites of the voice of God because wisdom is his voice. And remember he gave these to Solomon, he gave the gift of wisdom to Solomon. And so as Solomon has written these and you know, brought in a couple of other folks, the wisdom still is coming from the Lord. And we are not talking about Solomon's words, we're talking about God's words. And with that, we're going to move right along. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for joining us in the live studio. And thank you. um, Miss Maybelline, you want me to call you Deanie? Or you want me to call you Miss Maybelline? Which one? I never knew about the Deanie before. (laughs) Miss Maybelline. Can
1: you hear
0: me? I can hear you, yes. But you're a little um, wobbly there there's a little something going on, but we'll get through it. Let's go with it. Hey, I would <laughs> like that, to. Is that better? Is that better? Miss Phyllis? Um, like I said, it's a little wobbly. Uh, just, you know, just speak normally and let's see. I, you seem to be on mute. I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Okay. Let me... let's... Um, go ahead. Miss Mabel. Miss Maybelline is going to read for us today. Proverbs uh, chapter 30. And she has something in store for us as well. It shall be the icing on the Proverbs cake or the proverbial cake of Proverbs. <laughs> Since I have referenced this as being a meal, we have to have dessert, don't we? Okie dokie. So go ahead, Miss Maybelline. You're going to read. Now, I'm going to stop you if it doesn't come through clear. So don't, that's just read for absolutely. us. Absolutely. say hello. Uh, okay, start okay, as you like. Absolutely.
1: Light. I did have a little bit of a problem logging on so if if you can hear me at any point please stop me
0: I okay. will be reading from we'll
1: Proverbs 31 yeah the same
0: at Oracle okay stop stop yeah. Miss Maybelline Miss Maybelline do me a favor I don't know where you are in your house but perhaps if you change positions uh, or go somewhere or maybe even Take off the headphones because it's not working. We're getting a lot of interference.
1: Is it better now, Miss Phyllis? Yes. Yes. Okay, let's lose the headphones. <laughs> let's lose okay. the Okay.
0: All righty. Go ahead.
1: Here we go. I will attempt again. The saying of King Liam, an oracle his mother taught him. Oh, my son. Oh, son of my womb. O son of my vows, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. It is not for the kings, O Lamb, not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what the law decrees and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Give beer to those who are perishing, wine to those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. For the rights of all who are destitute, speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and work with eager hands. She is like the merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark and she provides food for her family and portions for her servant's girl. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hands, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extend her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has not far from her household, no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed, She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom. And faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arises and called her blessed. Her husband also. And he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpasses them all. Charm is deceit, deceive, and beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the rewards she has earned and let her work bring the praise at the city gates. This is the reading of God's word. Amen. Proverbs
0: 31. Amen. Proverbs 31. Oh, okay. so Miss Maybelline, when I talk, I'm going to ask you to mute because there is a reverberation. And then when you get ready to talk, you unmute, okay? and see if we can eliminate a little bit of this. Wouldn't it just be? I'm going to start with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you have brought us thus far um, and, and every day, Lord God, you have met the challenges that come with being in cyberspace. We thank you for that. We bless your name. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to clearly hear and discern your word such that we have been blessed to the maximum. You have set a table before us, God, and we have eaten and dined. And that table, that of uh, food, that nourishment has prepared us to receive this seed so that it will grow and we become those trees of righteousness that you alone have planted. I ask you, Lord God, to right now bind every interference in the name of Jesus Christ, that we might have a clear rendering again of your word and bless the words of your servants, each and every one of us, those who are heard and those who are in the studio audience sending back comments. We appreciate and need them all. This I pray and thank you for in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, so listen, um, uh, Ms. Maybelline is exactly the person to have read this because she has a particular interest in the regality of womanhood. And she has a particular experience with uh, not only being a wife of virtuosity, but also being one who teaches that. And so I'm so pleased that she's here. And uh, now Ms. Maybelline, I am going to mute and you come on and take us through points of interest that you find in Proverbs 31, and we will comment together or we will listen to you. Go right ahead.
1: Okay, good, Phil. Phyllis. Glad to be back on with you. Gosh, uh, I think for me, Proverbs is really, it's the blueprint to life. Uh, this is something I discovered about, oh gosh, over 20 years ago in 1997. I think you and I had a conversation uh, about Proverbs and I said, oh my God, that's my favorite book in the whole Bible because when I was in a place not knowing exactly how to find my way out of a dark hole, uh, I remember going to sleep and it just came to me through the Holy Spirit. I was communing with the Holy Spirit and I'll kind of say that uh, testimony until the end. But when the Bible talks about a woman and a woman character and how she is to use her wisdom that's bestowed upon her, I think that's my favorite talking point about a woman, a woman's character, because to me, a woman is the one who sets the example of what her household is to be like uh, in terms of her speech, uh, her how she carries herself, her work ethic, how she is compassionate and tending to show compassion for all of humanity, Miss Phyllis. So that would be my favorite talking point uh, from the book of Proverbs, oh, yeah. looking at that. Go right on. Go right on. Because we, I think no matter what we have, if we don't have value uh, for other people, it, it's for naught. it's for nothing. And also in terms of when I first started reading the chapter, it talked about how the king, particularly King Liam, uh, being a king was not supposed to drink and make decisions. And, you know, that spills over into a woman's life, too. Uh, in terms of any type of alcohol beverages, because I do think when we, when we use alcohol, we don't always think clearly. Uh, it can put you in a relaxed state so that you can forget the problem that's at hand. You can forget the task that's at hand that you are uh, really supposed to focus on. And any type of substance, you know, be it alcohol, drugs, whatever, when we're using certain substances, it doesn't allow us to speak and think with clarity. And that is the book of Proverbs. When you look at Proverbs as a teaching, uh, as a, a, a teaching tool, a teaching instrument, because this is the blueprint. When you look at all the books in the Bible, Proverbs, Proverbs is a wisdom. Uh, I always call it the wisdom book, the wisdom chapter. Uh, how we are to live, the things we are to do, the things we're not to do, as well as uh, obedience, being obedient to the Lord and learning to have the fear of the, God, the, fear of the Lord. That's one of the the, the, the things that you're told. Uh, and I can't remember the chapter, where we are instructed that we are supposed to fear the Lord. Uh, having knowledge and wisdom is first fearing the Lord. What do you think, Miss Phyllis? You are you on that point with me?
0: I am so on that point with you. Surely. And I, I just love the way you reference it. I'm trying not to talk because there's reverberation uh when I do. So I'm I'm just letting you go and then I'll come in later, okay?
1: Okay, that's fine. And I didn't want to uh, monopolize time and use <laughs> all of my points and not really be respectful of, of you. And it, the, the Bible also, Proverbs talk about uh, how when a wife, a wife of noble character, and I think that's, that, that's essential, a wife having noble character, because we are judged based on the content of our character. Other people, when they look at you, I think everything you do, it should revolve, it should revolve around Your character, your character traits of who you are. And part of that character we have is actually being accountable for our actions or lack thereof. Accountability, responsibility, all of that encompasses, uh, that encompasses wisdom that encompasses morals. Where's our moral compass in all of this? When you are talking about uh, the book of Proverbs, uh, because it's a wisdom book, where, where, where does our moral compass lie? And, and today, if we look around us, we look at how we act and act out as a society, it, it, it comes right back to what happened to what happened to that noble character that God defined, uh, that's defined in his word in Proverbs and doing harm not not doing harm and doing harm to other people uh b- being concerned when other people are doing bad in life uh when other people are suffering showing compassion this this entire book is about compassion kindness wisdom giving godly counsel and sure if we're going to counsel people we want to give godly counsel it's not what we say of what we think but you know what has God instilled in our character, uh, the type of principles we have? What are our principles? Are you a principal person or will you just do anything uh, to have a title, uh, you know, to have control, to have more wealth? At the end of the day, how much is enough? And also, can I go to sleep and look in the mirror tomorrow morning and face myself and say, God I have done everything that you have taught me to do. I have walked in humility. I have walked bearing the character traits that you have instilled in me. I have bore the good fruit. Am I a piece of good fruit? Did that fruit really come from your tree? There's a good fruit of this bad fruit. So, you know, that's how, you know, when we spoke earlier, I, I, that's how I see, uh, that's how I see the book of the, the book of Proverbs. I, I do. And I think what's most, uh, s- the centerpiece of that for me and what's centric to that is when it says, and I want to look and I may be wrong at the last chapter, it says, um, uh, the most important thing I see is fear God. Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. When you have enough sense to know that you better have fear and reverence for God because he is the great I am. And further, we are to live according to his will, not our will. And I struggle with that sometimes. You know, I go off and I'm doing my, what I think, he wants me to do. And I have to pivot and turn around because when I, as I travel down that road, I realize, uh, okay, I'm not gaining any headway doing this. So I need to do a new thing. Let me just go back and immerse myself in his word and talk to him on my knees and ask him for clarity because I know he will guide me and he will give me the wisdom. And uh, at the end, I will share, I would love, 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 if you would allow me a few minutes uh, to share that testimony uh, at the end of uh, our conversation, how I came to discover the book of Proverbs, though I've read the Bible on a couple occasions, but it was just one time in 1997 uh, when I was away from home for a long time and, you know, when you stay away from home, it's hard to go back home. And I, when I talk about home, I'm talking about my heavenly home. I'm not talking about just going to my mother's house, ringing the bell, you know, saying I'm home, but just when we stay away from the father, sometimes it's, it's harder to go back. But I always say that if you stay away long enough, something will drive you back. Uh, there is something out there that will make you come running back, and you will tr- you will probably beat the doors off the hinges until he let you in. Uh, there is something that will tear at the heart and rip at the soul until you have to come running back to him. And in 1997, I had to do that, and boy, am I glad I did! I am so glad I did. You know, I had that reunion with him—a one-on-one reunion with him. And today I'm, I'm ever, ever grateful uh, for that. Uh, And had that seed of the fear of the Lord and that seed of God not been planted in me and the relationship I'm to have with his son, Jesus Christ, had that not been planted in me by my mother, thank her. And I thank, thank the Lord for every day. Had that not been planted in me uh, as a child. And when I say a child, I'm thinking of, you know, Sunday school days when I was like nine years old, I accepted Christ, uh, when I was nine years old and, um, you know, being from the South, we're deeply rooted in our faith. So when I came back home in 1997, it was all good because he was right there waiting for me, uh, with open arms, you know, and that's, you know, that's a big thing. Knowing the Bible is very important. And I think for me, uh, for anyone that's struggling, Proverbs is a great place to start. Because it talks about uh, the compassion you should have for the poor and being fair and just and dealing with clean hands, honest hands is basically, uh, pardon me, is basically uh, what this chapter is talking about. And how we are, and particularly for women, I think it's just amazing. I didn't even realize it until reading it, that this chapter ends talking about women. How wonderful is that as a woman? Proverbs 31 ends talking about women and the role we play in life, the role we play in this world. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not that we're just meant to wash, clean, cook, and iron and scrub and have babies. That's not what the Bible is talking about, and that's not what the Book of Proverbs is speaking about in thirty and chapter thirty-one. It's actually talking about how a woman, how a woman goes about earning uh, her wages, and she takes those earnings and she plants a vineyard, and how she shares with her her her, her servant girls okay? It's talking about how she uses her skills and talent. And women are very talented, believe it or not. We have a multitude of talents and those talents are not to uh, lie dormant. Those talents are to be shared with the world. Those talents are to be used to make money. And those monies are to go not just for our own needs and our own satisfaction. Those talents that are used to make money. Much of that money is to be given back to given back to God. And when we give back to God, we tithe. We give to impoverished people. We give to those that are unable to give and do for themselves. That money is not ours. You see, I think we talked earlier, Miss Phyllis, uh, during the conversation where, and I said, uh, when we come into this world, we come in as a we were we were formed from dust. Where God just went. <sighs> and we will form. When we leave, we're not going to take anything with us. When he says ash to ash, dust to dust, we're going back as dust. We're not taking any belongings. We're not taking any money. We're not taking jewels. We're not taking house. We're not taking anything. We probably won't even take any memories because we will be in a place so glorious. We won't be thinking about what we left back here behind. And I say that to say this, we own nothing. We may think that we own nothing, but God can snap his hands tomorrow and it's all gone. Benito, if we look at what happened during COVID, COVID should have been the great wake-up call for all of us. Here today, gone tomorrow. And we ask ourselves, how much do we really need? And if you look at the woman, the godly woman, uh, that's in Proverbs 31. And it talks about how she made coverings for her bed. And how she clothed herself in fine linen and purple. And how her husband is respected at the gates. And how he take his seat among the elders. That's respectability. That's accountability. And sure, she's profitable from her trading. But it also speaks in this book, in this particular chapter, about how she shares and how she shares with the world and miss phyllis having said that i think i will turn it over to you
0: glory to god that is so beautiful um so i'm gonna mute miss maybelline for a moment and then i will comment you know guys those of you who are listening as we talk today i want you to know that miss maybelline is a very particular woman. And when I say that, God has imparted in her the gifts that I spoke about when we started. And I didn't know really in advance that she would be uh, willing or available to do the 31st chapter, but we were talking one one day and she, told, she gave me a testimony. Uh, you know, she's the kind of uh, lady, like my sister Diana, she has dreams and the Lord speaks to her particularly in the and there's no mistaking about it. And so she gave me a bit of this testimony and I said, good gracious, that would either should have opened our proverbs or should end our proverbs and, and she was willing right then and there to come. and I, I am so grateful because uh, the summary already has been wonderful. The Lord has just done some. We can't even say how good it has been, or I can't, how, how good it has been reading Proverbs and having the readers that the Lord appointed for this particular time. Only He could do it. I didn't know, you know, and I don't plan out months in advance. I mean, some things I have, but with the Proverbs. I, We were just going to read them. Who would know that God would actually set that table the way He did? And all of us that are the ones that I've talked to and the comments that have come across have uh, restated, reiterated what an open book the Lord has given us in reading the Proverbs and how we've read them, but now we're hearing them differently. And so I'm so glad that Ms. Maybelline is here. The other thing about it is um the summary that she gave is of the whole book. And remember, we laughed about this, Ms. Maybelline, all when we first started, it was all about the whorish woman, you know, the contentious woman, the bad girl. And we we're saying, okay, you know, make sure that you put the, put that in the male gender too, because it can be just the same but you are right it is an amazing thing that the lord has ended this book with the female and her particular ability to create what peace sufficiency compassion empathy love she mentors the proverbs that we have read And so for all the calling out of the woman who is in her way perverse, she's left the first estate, so to speak, the Lord God still knows what he put in us and he brings us to it in this chapter. I am so very excited uh, because I've read this chapter many times and I've heard a whole lot of people talk about it. But in talking about it today, I get a new Uh, or awareness, it's as if it is opening up to us, just like the flower we talked about earlier. Um, And there is an aroma that's coming here from it. That aroma is the uh, aroma of God's breath, his spoken wisdom to us. May he be praised forever. And with that, I wanna tell you that Ms. Maybelline did some really phenomenal work with a group of young women in the place that I worked. And these young women some of them were depressed some looked as if they had no real home to go and come from even one of them this is high school I want you to hear me now one of them had a problem with drink and I was privileged to watch Miss Maybelline teach every day and every time I think of it I give great accolades but more than that my heart is filled with gratitude i told my program officer i needed a particular woman and let me tell you there were lots of women coming to me they were members of aka and you know the deltas and the rest of them out there they were sharp and ready for it and they really thought they had something to say mm. but when my program officer called me he said miss phyllis i've got just the woman for you and he brought her over to me with me and watching watching her teach that class and seeing the way that she she extracted from this group of young people there were guys in the there was one guy anyway the way she extracted from these young people and the the, the product that she bought them to the parents cried that night at the beauty that they saw god has given... thank you maybelline for this I've cried again i'm sorry The Lord has poured into his people. He has really poured into us. And I
1: Okay, I think I'm back on. Miss Phyllis, yeah. can you hear me?
0: I can hear you very well, yes.
1: Okay, because someone, uh, there was a note that came up and said, I think uh, you're both muted, and I didn't quite know what happened. Uh, so I couldn't hear you for a moment, so I just played with my phone. So I, I, hope, I hope it's okay. Miss Phyllis?
0: Here I am, Miss <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. oh, Okay,
1: um, when you get a moment, I would just like to interject something when you're, when you're done.
0: I am done. I just said I would turn it back over to you.
1: Oh, wonderful. Okay. And I didn't hear that. Thank you for turning it back over to me. Uh, I know these sessions are usually so short, but what I would just like to say to all of our listeners, your listeners, your followers out there, that if you really, really want to get to know the Lord as I did, see, I needed to get to know him uh, back in 1997 as I said, when I was in a very dark place, and I cried out to him, "See, there can be a re- there will never be a reconciliation between you and the Lord unless you cry out to him in your brokenness and let him know that you are lost. Uh, I didn't even have the good sense at the time to say, Lord, forgive me for my sins, although they probably were many and a multitude but I did cry out to him. And I said, Lord, I'm lost. Uh, I've just lost my mother. I just buried my mother. Uh, My business, I don't think I'm going to keep it. I'm living in a country that, and I need to move back home. I don't know what to do, Lord. I am just lost. uh, And I'm so alone. I I felt very, very, very alone. And during that hour, that 3 a.m. hour, when he did visit, during my tears and my crying and being afraid and just being not knowing uh, what step I would take next, I ask him how to live. My mother is not here. I don't know how to live. What am I supposed to do? And sure, I was in my thirties, but what am I supposed to do? And I, as I lie there weeping, there was this awesome peace that came over me. And as I, you hear my voice. I felt this touch that moved my hand, dried my tears, wiped my eyes, placed one hand over the other in the position of a praying hand. And I heard this voice, a voice that you will hear me talk about so often, and I'm sure Ms. Phyllis is very familiar with this voice. That voice spoke to me and said, don't worry, read Proverbs Now here I am boohooing at three o'clock in the morning and I said, read Proverbs. And I knew Proverbs was a book in the Bible. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what does Proverbs have to do with me crying? That voice also said to me, Proverbs will teach you how to live. If you will just read Proverbs, you will know how to live. It will be your blueprint and your guide. I stopped crying. That voice just trailed off. And meanwhile, I'm lying there and I'm thinking to myself, what does Proverbs have to do with all of this? Well, sunrise two hours later, I got out of bed. I did have a Bible. I had an old King James Bible. I woke up that morning. I pulled my drapes The sun was just rising over the ocean and I took my book and I sat at the table and I got like legal pad and I turned to Proverbs. And oh my God, everything I read in Proverbs, I dissected the book of Proverbs for three days and three nights. I did not go to work. I did not show up to open my business. I called my business manager and I said to her, I have a situation I'm not going to be in. I really need some time now. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I read the book of Proverbs for three days and three nights, and I didn't know what praying and fasting was. Well, whatever it was, I didn't eat. I had coffee, and I prayed, and I read, and I read. And the deeper I delved into the book of Proverbs, the more I understood by and by, and this is in 1997. Today, I was able to put my hands on that dissection, on that. It wasn't an essay. Every word I did not understand, every scriptural I wrote. Uh, gosh, everything in the book of Proverbs, I understood. And I have to tell you, the bro- book of Proverbs in 1997 changed my life. Fast forward, it is 20 22, and it has done nothing but made me a better person. I understand life, I understand people, but more so, I understand God. And I understand today what His will is for my life that was revealed from reading the book of Proverbs in 1997. See, I felt when I lost my mom, I had lost all. That was just the beginning. And it is my belief. That in her death came an opportunity for me to get to know the Lord again, for me to have a, a family reunion with him. And boy, do we have family reunions now often. And since that time, I opened my heart to him. He has not speaking, stopped speaking to me yet. And we're talking probably, what, 25 years, almost 30 years ago. And he is still speaking. And he's done some amazing things in my life. And I'm hoping that uh, Miss Phyllis and I will uh, be able to talk about the book that he has given me uh, to write that should be coming out in the fall. But when I tell you the Lord is amazing and he will use the blueprint of Proverbs to explain to you about life, because the book of Proverbs is nothing but an instruction book as to how we are to live and how our hearts are supposed to be peaceful and how there is to be no envy in us. And he tells us about when we're foolish, how we lack judgment. And we feed, a lot of people feed on foolishness. You know, the book of Proverbs to me, and this is just my opinion, I know a lot of people like the Psalms, the Psalms are wonderful, but When you really want to know how to live, read the book of Proverbs. And Miss Phyllis, I turn it back over to you.
0: God, the Lord is amazing. God is good. He's so good. (laughs) We could not have even, you know, if I had gone about trying to find the right person to end Proverbs for us. I could only have come to Miss Maybelline by God's leading, because as a as a woman, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just I just didn't even think about her until that conversation that day, and I just would have said, "Anna, can you finish it?" Or you know, Sister Ring, anybody, or let me. I was going to finish it as a matter matter of fact, but this is well chosen. Uh, she is well chosen by the Lord. I don't know how much of what I said nobody heard. <laughs> Tell me, I don't know. Did you hear me say anything after I, when I was talking? Because I gave a little background of how I uh, how I met Miss Maybelline and what that reason was. Somebody type yes or no if you if you didn't hear that. Um. Mm, anybody typing a yes or a no for me? Can you hear me now? i need to know yes you heard okay so how i met miss maybelline is a testimony of who miss maybelline is and what the lord has appointed for her to do and she has some amazing uh uh testimonies of how the lord called her into her work by the way and um I want I want her to do that, you know, at an appropriate time. And definitely, this uh, this book that she has written now, I won't give it away. But I tell you, I don't tell other people's testimonies, or you know, I try to tell the thing that the Lord is doing. In the, but I have been so tempted to talk about this book so many times. It is a brilliant lesson for just living. So I know that she has ingested these proverbs. Miss Maybelline, what can I say but a great big thank you. And we're going to have to do this again because the the interference on the line today, we haven't had it since we first, I, we might've had a little bit in the beginning, but it has been very clear every, every time we came in. And in this last one, um, we've had a little bit. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you back a lot of what you said. Oh, you missed a lot of what I said. Okay, so <clears throat> I, I won't repeat it because you know the, maybe the Lord didn't want me to put it all in there. And when I edit this um, this particular recording, I will be able to tell where the gap is. Right now, I don't know, but I want you to know this, that uh, as Ms. Maybelline was introduced to me as a particular woman for the group of uh, young people that I was uh, working with, she, she came over, the, the state program officer introduced her to me. She impacted the lives of, of the students in a fashion program. Oh my goodness, the night of their final production in that class, the parents were in the audience with me, and the tears that flowed, I was sitting right around almost all of them, and they could not stop crying because she extracted from this group of young people, I mean, some of them were lackadaisical, didn't know where they were going. Our young man, I'll never forget that. And one was a, a, a almost a drunkard, I mean, this young girl was very gifted and Miss Maybelline saw it. And then uh, a few of them were like headed down wrong paths, but she pulled out of these kiddos. Let me tell you, I know their self esteem rose by leaps and bounds. That was the best program and it was really done with such excellence. It was absolutely gorgeous. It really rang every bell and ticked every box that I wanted to put before these young people. And if only Asbury, you know, Jesus Christ said, oh, Israel, if you had known the hour of your visitation, oh, if you had only known the hour of your visitation, God has poured some amazing stuff in a place that rejects because of whatever, maybe it's jealousy, maybe it's folly, maybe it's envy, maybe it's status seeking, I don't know what it is, but there is a rejection of those things that would impact our children for excellent life. And we need more prayer. Miss Maybelline, what can I say? You are a woman for this hour, And wherever you are not received, as is written, as all of you who've read for me today, everyone who's you're determined to be a a person of moral uh, turpitude, moral and ethical character, and follow Jesus Christ. He told his disciples, go in and if you're not received, shake the dust off and keep moving. I'm learning that. Keep trying to pour water on the dry ground and it won't drink it up. We just have to keep going because God knows where it will drink it and there will be a harvest for the kingdom. Miss Maybelline, I'm so, so very pleased that you've come. Not only did you give us a good look into uh, this virtuous woman, but also a great summary of the book of Proverbs. And with that, I want to read some comments. Um, I want to go back. Their are comments. Our audience makes comments, and uh, I want you to read. You probably have read them, but because it's a recording, I kind of want uh, everyone to hear it. Uh, let's see. Mm. Yes. Okay. So they start with, I agree. Well, I made several. I agree. COVID and all the strains should have been a wake up call. Praises for us from Light Touch. Praises to our father for leaving us so much that he provided it in these treasures of gold, glory to God. And then we have from Light Touch, truly Proverbs is full of apples of gold. I think you're both on mute. (laughs) I'm so sorry uh, that that happened. And then we have uh, from Light Touch, he had showed uh, thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Proverbs is step by step, life's guide, and that is in speaking to what you were saying as Maybelline with regards to how Proverbs teaches us how to live. And then we have uh, Reims, as a prophet, Nathan told David, thou art the man, your guest was the woman for the job for those young people. She surely was. And then we have amazing, God bless us, oh Lord, bless us with your wisdom. And understanding, let us walk in the manner and characterization of your instruction. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, a worthy prayer. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Don't you know it? And then glory to God for his amazing love. All my praise and honor be to God. We didn't hear you. Okay, we didn't hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. So I missed a lot. Okay, well, I'll come back. We'll, we'll fill that in. And I've just have filled in a summarily what... Uh, uh, Ma- uh, Sister Maybelline has said there so it's been a good day Miss Maybelline have you any final words
1: I want to thank you Miss Phyllis so much for the opportunity and um, apologize to all of those listeners that miss perhaps some of what I said and what you said but I think the final takeaway from uh, Proverbs is that when we feel lost and we are afraid and we feel that we're at the end of our rope, we can always go to the Father. We can always come home to the Heavenly Father and just ask Him to give us directions to guide our path. And He will guide you. Just as you say, Miss Phyllis, just steady your mind, quiet your heart and your spirit. And just sit there and listen to Him. Because one thing I know, I'm mean, asking you about what somebody said, do they believe? I know that God speaks his Holy spirit communes with our Holy spirit and the two spirits speak and tell us where to go, what to do and how to do it. Amen. Be obedient unto the Lord.
0: Amen. He does speak. I don't think that, um, that they missed your your words, uh, Miss Maybelline. I think they missed mine because I had the phone in my hand. And I think I hovered over the mic and muted myself. I thought I was off mute, but I I um, muted myself. So thank God for that. I'm so glad that they heard every word that you spoke. And as I said, when I get the edit, I will see it. And uh, when Miss Maybelline is available. We'll have her come back. She has a lot of good stuff to share uh, with regards to how the Lord speaks to his sheep and the, the, the work that she does. It is an excellent work. And perhaps by the grace of God, we can get some some of her influence into the younger generation. And let me tell you, as we end our day here are we grateful or are we grateful? Oh, praise God, if I could do those hand claps, I would. <laughs> thank you so much, Miss Maybelline. Thank you to Anna Kane, to Sharice uh, Brown, to Benona Gabrielle uh, Harrington, to uh, Kanan canet to um, Daniel Kane, to Ethan Kane. A thank you to um, Sister Amy Canett, Minister Amy Canet, And thank you to uh, Lady M, my dear friend who is faithful and she's so supportive. I praise and thank the Lord for it. I thank God for the entire listening audience to team for coming, Teeny, and to those, uh, Anna Kane who gave us such a good uh, expose with regards to the literary read of things. You know, God is amazing. He's just wonderful. I tell you, all of you are scholars in my book. I tell them, we're not scholars. We're just responding to the word of God, but honest to goodness, you are scholars. God has made you for the hour and he's put in you scholarly uh, information and a scholarly approach to exegeting his word. God is good. I welcome all of you, Mr. and Mrs. Shonga. I, I welcome Tony. Over the weeks he's been here, he's going to be sorry he missed this one, right? <laughs> and uh, all the people who come in and out of this studio audience to listen uh, to, to our reading of the Proverbs. God is amazing. He is good, and he has set us before a great table. We have surely dined well, and definitely... Definitely, today, we had the, the the cap, the topping, the dessert. And it wasn't just any old dessert. <laughs> it's, I love Pesh Melba, and I got to tell you, it's built up <clears throat> of three delectable things. So it isn't just your average dessert, it's rather like banana pudding. These are great desserts to me. So every word of God is pure, a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Finally, from light touch, let us go forth. And as the trees of the field clap their hands, we shall do the same. We're rejoicing that the Lord thought enough of us. Hallelujah. To visit us with such as we have uh, been given. May he be praised forever. And the Lord willing. Remember tomorrow, Monday here in the U.S. Eastern Standard Time at eight o'clock we will start a new series with Pastor John Thomas. Living single with God. May you have a great rest of your day wherever you are in the world, be it morning, noon, and night. Just know that the glory of God is speaking. Thank you for being a part. Miss Maybelline, I don't know what to say. I don't have any money, guys, but I do have a gift for every one of you and you shall receive in the blessed name of Jesus Christ, thank you a thousand. And the Lord, you know, he gives back to you much more than I can, but he, I will give you what I have. May he be praised. Thank you. See you later.